Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Ho, 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 <laughs> The holiday season has begun, and when I hit the enter, I saw you grab the Santa hat. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I got my dolphin one, so I'll grab, I'd grab that for you. Good call, Nick. Appreciate that. All right, well, wait, thank you for waking up with us this morning. It's been a great holiday weekend thus far. I hope everyone's enjoyed their Thanksgiving. We appreciate you starting your Sunday with us. Got a big lineup, so let's get started with our intros. Welcome to the studio, Nick. You got Flannard Macaronis. Yes, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Uh, and speaking of hoes, um, don't be one. Don't be a Grinch either. Go to TSSFancy.com. Buy your lovely, most beautiful TSS Fantasy t-shirt, or you can buy a mug, you can buy a beanie, you can buy whatever. But the only thing I'm asking you to do is not be a hoe, not be a Grinch, and please look good for your family. So buy them a gift today. Yes, don't be a hoe, as Nick uh, <laughs> earlier. Oh, no, for the hoes. Don't be one. I- I think that should be the next uh, campaign slogan, doing it for the hose. I like it. All right, let's also welcome to the studio. Let's also welcome to the studio, Dr. Jeffrey Miller. Welcome to you this morning, my brother. Hey, gentlemen, good morning. I can't possibly follow the Grinch and the hose that Flanders brought. So, hi. Hi, <laughs> the house call. <laughs> Indeed. All right. We got a we got a good house call. We got a good show for you today. Don't forget, visit us, TSSFantasy.com. Get all of our current rankings. Uh, everything is up to date currently, so please go check that out. Um, that way you can get your lineup set early this morning. Also, don't forget to visit Belly Up Sports Podcast Networks, all the great sports podcasts on there. And also, aforementioned, we are from 9 to 10 this morning, so I know we're on an hour later um, because there was no Bears pregame show, obviously because they already played. So, Coach Steve, um, no postgame show today, he did no pregame, so we're just going to start today. We're starting at 9, a little bit later. But don't forget all of the great other shows that come on today right after us. It is uh, 4th and uh, 4, come on with us. Those are our friends that have been on many a times with Zach, um, Kelsey, and DJ. 
11 to 12, the Rough Cut Sportcast, and 12 to 1, you got Dan Mater uh, answering all of your last-minute fantasy lineup questions. We appreciate you waking up with us. We are the fantasy show of the people. So I forgot to do it. Let me just do it again. Or excuse me. Let me do it because I forgot. You're waking up with TSS Fantasy. Can you hear me now? Yes. Hey, uh, before Dr. Miller gets started, I just I want to say two things. Um, one's going to be, um, how can I say, appropriate, and the one is not, and it's not going to be inappropriate. So first thing, when you're buying your gifts, right, <laughs> make, sure you hit the, make sure you hit the subscribe button on YouTube. The second thing is, uh, I know Dr. Miller is a huge fan of Coach's Quotes. Well, I got one for you, my friend. I, I heard the other day, and there's no appropriate way to use it with you here, but I'm going to say it anyway. Mike Tomlin, you know what my favorite quote of his is? I will tolerate you until I can replace you. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for all that. Appreciate that. Inspiring words on this morning Sunday. Hey, listen, before also we start real quick, since I got, I got to ask, we, we did our, you guys weren't here for the Thanksgiving family feud. So I wanted to ask real quickly, just real quick, Dr. Miller, your best, the best side dish you had this Thanksgiving was? My wife's snowy mashed potatoes. Old Oops. family recipe. Snowy, you call it. Snowy. Them. Wow. So wow. I have to fully develop this. You know, mashed potatoes, they're white, but in a festive uh, presentation they're speckled with some chives so we got a little green speckling and then there's some paprika so we got some red and green speckling on top of the white potatoes it is a beautiful dish you enjoy it with your eyes before your nose before your mouth snowy mashed potatoes that was not on the list wow that sounds great nick how about you what was your favorite oh my wife she makes and for all you don't know that she she's dominican so so, so she brings some special flair to our to our dishes. Anyway, she's got this special potato salad where where she makes it normal, except she adds a special ingredient, white vinegar. It is awesome. Ooh. It really, really is. Uh, it's but you gotta let it marinate overnight. And as she said, this the special ingredient is thyme, T I M E. So just let it sit in there, marinate, and it gets. It is honest to God, it is absolutely delicious. Nick, you you just you just messed up, bro. I hope your wife doesn't hear. You're not supposed to give away the special ingredient, bro. That's your special ingredient. That's her special ingredient. Uh, fine, the special. You're ingredient in trouble, bro. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. All right, quick shout out to my wife. Thank you so much. Had a great uh, festivities here for Thanksgiving. Once again, her stuffing just steals the show every year. Has the best stuffing I ever had in my life, and I get stuffed on the stuffing. All right, we got our paid guy in, in the house. Let's get on with our house call. Go ahead and begin, Doc. 
All right, let's start in Atlanta with Corderell Patterson. So he was a limited participant all week in practice after the ankle injury he sustained a couple of weeks ago. And the story is that he would likely have played last week if Atlanta didn't have a short week. But Atlanta had a short week last week. They played on Thursday. So 10 days later, I do expect him not only to play, but um, play significant time. All right, so yeah, we'll see Cordell on the on the field today, which is a good sign for Cordell owners and a pretty decent matchup for him as well. All right, who else you got? Yeah, a lot of good news for the Browns. So first off, Kareem Hunt officially activated off the IR after missing what I think was five games with a calf injury. So great news. ESPN, as of yesterday, was reporting that he's, quote, on track to play. So great news for Kareem Hunt. And then number two, Donovan Peoples-Jones, groin injury kept him sidelined during week 11, but he was a limited participant in practice this week. According to CBS, he's, quote, trending in the right direction. So Hunt and Peoples-Jones both looking good for the Browns. All right. All cylinders go for them. Although I would just caution the Hunt owners. Um, you know, we've seen these players that have come off the IR. They're obviously not going to get, um, you know, big significant time today as they kind of wean themselves back into it. Um, so just be wary of that. All right. Who else do we got? So we'll move to the Ravens. Marquise Brown, limited participant in practice all week due to a thigh injury. But again, according to CBS, he's on track to play this weekend. So looking good for Marquise Brown. Hollywood Brown, indeed. All right. Well, um, you know, again, Rashad Bateman seems to be the man stepping up right now. Uh, but Hollywood Brown is good for those big time burners. Um, so starting with confidence, I would today if he's a go. Who else you got? So let's go to Green Bay. We'll start in the backfield talking about Aaron Jones. Limited part- participant, excuse me, in practice this week with his knee injury. Uh, which originally occurred during week 10. And at that time, he had a one to two week timeline to return. We're already outside of that. He's expected to play, but forgive me if I'm moving out of my lane. He's expected to be sharing touches with A.J. Dillon. So might not be uh, quite as productive as if he was going to have the touches to himself. Yeah, uh, they got a tough matchup too with the Rams um, in general. But again, in, um, in Green Bay, um, we'll talk about the weather in a bit, but, you know, we've seen these uh, college games yesterday, a lot of stuff in the snow, a lot of, um, you know, colder conditions out there. So probably want to get A.J. Dillon involved um, and obviously work Aaron Jones back in since he is coming off injury. All right, who else we got? Yeah, let's stay in Green Bay. Uh, Alan Lazard, limited participant with a shoulder injury, limited practice participation. And there's really not a whole lot available on either side that's going to let me speculate. This is a true questionable call. No idea. And I haven't seen anybody who's really feeling strongly either way. But my bigger question might be, how deep is your league if you've got him starting? I mean, is this really a super relevant fantasy player? Yeah, I mean, you'd be you're if you're reaching for Lazard. I mean, you're obviously uh, somebody on the bye um, and hurt maybe some injuries kind of got you to this point. So um, hey, but that's why that's why you're here, Doc. <laughs> no, not to start. <laughs> All right, who else we got? So Eli Mitchell. Uh, moving to San Francisco, injured his finger. And the story is he was practicing one-handed this week. Team says they're prepared to protect his finger, possibly in some type of splint. I didn't catch any details as to what type of protection they were planning. Um, but ultimately, it sounds like the decision there is going to lie with Mitchell himself. Hmm. And for whatever it's worth, he's not in a contract year. I looked that up before the show. Um, if it was a contract year, I'd say he's going he's gonna to go. But another one of those could be 50-50, truly questionable. Mm, and good and good deep analysis on the contract here. That is that's big and telling. Because you're right. Like what's 
you know, we've talked about some of these injuries, you know, earlier in the season, like Gronk, you know, what's the reason? And again, the 49ers have a plethora of running backs. Uh, you know, what's the, what's the sense of rushing him back, um, you know, injuring him further if he's their top guy. So yeah, um, doesn't make much sense to me to play him, but you know, we'll see what they do. All right. Who else we got? Moving to the Jets, Corey Davis hurt his groin Wednesday in practice, was held out entirely Thursday, was a limited participant Friday in practice. So he was originally listed as questionable, but just yesterday he was downgraded to doubtful. So don't plan on Corey Davis going. Mm, and no flandering for Corey Davis over the Thanksgiving holiday. <laughs> Sucks for him. All right, who else we got? He did get flandered over the holiday. Maybe it's quite <laughs> So we're going to spend a while on the Patriots. Oh, um, do we have to? Let's start with the, yeah, I'm sorry. We'll start with the tight end position. Um, both Smith and Henry were limited this week with respective shoulder and neck injuries. So Fox Sports says, excuse me, Fox Sports says that Smith is expected to suit up. But with Hunter Henry, no clear indication on the status. Truly questionable again in my mind. I can't go either way on Hunter Henry. And that's it. That's interesting as many targets as Hunter Henry has seen as of late and as effective he has been. Um, you know, if he doesn't go, Johnny Smith, um, you know, he becomes a big, uh, big plug and play for you today. Um, not, not sure who, how many people still have Johnny Smith on their rosters, but so if he's out there, maybe grab him for a start today if Hunter Henry don't go. Yes, Nick. Actually, uh, incidentally, it's funny that you're bringing him up because I saw an article. I didn't really fully read it, really fully read it. But they said that he was the most regrettable signing this offseason was with John U. Smith because he's literally done next to nothing. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, that is true, though. You're exactly right. Hey, this could be his day, though. It could be the day to fulfill a little bit of that contract. All right, who else we got, Doc? So let's move to the backfield, staying in New England. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, limited participants all week in practice with his knee injury, but he should be to go, good to go. And then partnering in the backfield, Damian Harris was also a limited participant in practice all this week, uh, him with a neck injury, but he should also be good to go. So the backfield in New England looks a little bit better than it did a couple of days ago. Yeah, so injuries, um, you know, to, um, you know, I didn't bring it up, but, you know, I didn't even send it to you, but A.J. Brown, you know, because he was hurt last week and he's been continuously hurt. Now they put him on the IR. So you have injuries um, to the Titans um, receiving core, and then you have these injuries to the um, New England's uh, tight ends, and you're starting in the you know the running backs and all offensive. I'm starting to get the feel like this could be one of those very close defensive games, so might want to caution who you start in this game. Um, but that's just my initial feeling. Who the hell knows what the hell? Anyway, who else you got? So we'll end the show with the football team. Curtis Samuel. We've been talking about him since the summer. This is like Chris Carson 2.0. Um, we've been talking about his groin since I think June. And as best as I can look in my notes, this dates back to June 8th. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts. It's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. 
ears to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season, make this December one to remember. Together, click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. A um, few weeks ago on the show, we said it was time to drop him, right? Um, he missed last week. He's been a limited participant in practice all this week. He does have an extra day to recover since they're playing on Monday night. But, you know, since this injury dates back to June and we've already said to sit him, uh, I think you have no business starting him. Even if he plays, he's only played a couple dozen snaps this season. This is just this is not a good use of our time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Curtis Samuel's probably out on the waiver wire somewhere uh, in most leagues. So, but, you know, again, he wasn't exciting uh, on the offseason. Um, you know, hey, that is also one thing that you brought that up. If you listen to TSS Fantasy in offseason, you say what you want, but we certainly identified some of these injury pro players. We sure nabbed them because, man, did they come up this season. So that's for sure. Uh, but yeah, anyway, Curtis Samuel, you know, nothing uh, to, to write home about. Maybe in a couple of weeks, you know, if you want a playoff run kind of guy, maybe he's a plug and play. But at that point, you know, why are you in the playoffs if you're looking for Curtis Samuel? All right, Doc, we appreciate your time today, sir. I hope you had a great, uh, happy Thanksgiving. We appreciate you joining us here this morning. And we will see you on Tuesday when we hopefully there's not a bunch of people injured, but maybe we'll talk about some of that as well. We appreciate you, my brother. Happy Thanksgiving to you and the family. Thank you, Doc. Take care, gentlemen. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Come back. We'll talk about the weather. Hey, everyone. It's Commissioner Cooper from TSS Fantasy. We are the fantasy show of the people, and our network, the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network, is no different. So we teamed up with our friends from Manscaped to give back to the people for an exciting holiday giveaway. We want you to look and feel smooth this holiday season. So we're giving away the Manscaped 4.0 Performance Package. And all you have to do is go to our Facebook page at Belly Up Sports, give us a like, and that well-deserved five-star review, and you're entered to win. It's as simple as Grandma's holiday pie, and who knows what holiday magic awaits once those ornaments are looking shiny and new again. So what are you waiting for? Give us a like, that well-deserved five-star review, and you could be belly up all holiday season. Belly up is what you want to be during the holidays, indeed. All right, let's talk about today's weather. All right, and today in the weather. All right, today I got to really got to get glasses. I'm, I'm like I'm really getting old. I can't see all this small print anymore. Steelers at the Bengals, forty degrees and partly cloudy. The wind is at nine miles an hour, so nothing real significant there. A little bit of wind, but nothing crazy to write home about. Um, the other game, the next game, Bucks at Colts in a dome. So who cares? Uh, we got Carolina at Miami. We were planning on going to this this morning, but just then, just so like, eh, you know, we got had a had a long Thanksgiving holiday. Probably not going to make it, but this is a great what great weather. Seventy five degrees, mostly cloudy, two mile an hour wind. So great weather in Miami today. Should be a great football game. We'll see. We got the Titans at the Patriots. Now it's thirty seven degrees there. We're getting really chilly. 
Harley cloudy winds are six mile an hour. It's nothing crazy, not a big wind chilly type, but it's very cold to say the least. Um, let's go over to Philly at the Giants. 40 degrees there, just a little bit, a little bit warmer, and it's overcast. So a very dreary, cold day in New York. Four mile an hour wind. So we'll check that out. Um, you know, nothing really to write home about. Jacksonville. So this is Falcons at Jacksonville. This is the difference in the state of Florida. 75 in Miami, 57 in Jacksonville. Overcast, a dreary day, four mile an hour winds there. The Jets will face the Houston Texans, 57 degrees there, mostly cloudy, six mile an hour winds. Nothing really to write home about. And really, to be honest, as I'm laying it down, there really isn't much note, just some colder weather. Um, the Chargers are at the Broncos, unseasonably still high there, 65 degrees there and clear. So again, um, you know, it's, it's odd that's so warm in Denver, four mile an hour winds. We got the Rams at the Packers, 35 degrees. So it's nice and cold in the frozen tundra, mostly cloudy. Here's where it is, 16 mile an hour winds. Oh. So make note, Matt Stafford, Aaron Rodgers owners might be an A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones, Daryl Henderson type of day today. So, and again, watch out for your kickers. So something to note about also as well. Um uh, excuse me, Vikings at the 49ers. It is 68 and clear, three-mile-an-hour winds. Basically a perfect day in San Francisco. Browns at the Ravens, 43 degrees, and this is at night. It will be mostly cloudy with seven-mile-an-hour winds, so it will be a very chilly night in Baltimore. And then the uh, Seahawks will face the FT on Monday night. Monday night, 38 degrees in Washington. Ooh. And nine mile an hour wins. So nothing crazy other than, you know, again, that Rams uh, Packers game, which kind of stinks. But, you know, both of those guys, you know, those are, you know, seasoned vets. Not like they haven't thrown the elements before, especially Aaron um, Rodgers, most of his career, especially in Lambeau. So, um, you know, not doubting that they're going to perform well today, but just something to note. Um, you might want to temper expectations or if you have a better option, obviously go there. Yes, sir. Hey, Coop, um, being that you and I, Go to a lot of football games. Yes, sir. Um, what was the worst weather that you've ever sat through for a football game? Hot, cold, wet, rain, you know, what? Um, Probably the worst. Um, I, you know, I haven't had many, like, bad element games other than when Miami trounced the Texans. And I think that was the game – might have been the game that Ryan Tannehill broke the record for the most completion. I mean, they went crazy on them, but me and uh, Robbie were in the top section and it was just a downpour pretty much the, you know, at least through the first half anyway. Um, So that that was probably the worst because we couldn't, you know, find any, we were just sitting in it. We didn't even care, but why'd you bring that up? You got to, you have a story. Of course I do. Or else I wouldn't bring it up. Um, (laughs) The worst game ever. Weather-wise, I've ever sat through was when uh, my cousin and I, we went up to Green Bay. And it was like the weekend or the two weeks before Thanksgiving. At kickoff, it was 13 degrees. Wow. By halftime, by halftime bro, it was 7. And uh, Lambeau has those nice, comfortable, aluminum, ice-cold seats to sit on. <laughs> <laughs> so, so again, you know, and then we had the, and then we had the luxury of watching uh, Mark Sanchez uh, screw everything up for us. So again, 
that was that was the coldest I have ever sat through for a game. Wow, indeed. Well, good. Thank you for that story, Mr. Nick. All right, so let's talk about – we'll go ahead and break down uh, the Thanksgiving Day, and then we'll get to this week. So let's start with our Sunday breakdown. That turkey, turkey, grab that turkey. Gobble, 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 gobble. All right, let's talk about – speaking of gobble, gobble – it's always like the one o'clock game. It's I feel like they always do this, and this is when I usually play my football game. It's right around one o'clock. It's always the Lions play, and it's always like the boring game. Bears at Lions again. I mean, we kind of knew this was going to be boring, um, and, and exactly what it was. Even the 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 uh, the comes down to a game winning field goal, and you know we're sitting here saying it's boring. That's how bad it was. Um, Andy Dalton. 317 yards, one TD, one interception. Uh, Montgomery, you know, 46 yards, um, three receptions, 28. Uh, but the big story, I think, fantasy-wise, as far as the Bears, was Darnell Mooney continues his hot streak, five receptions, 123 yards. They are definitely trying to find him. They also try to give him a carry as well, only for two yards, though. Um, on the Lions side, Goff had an okay day, 171, two TDs. Um, Swift was injured. That was something we didn't talk about with Doc, but I figure we'll get to it on Tuesday. Um, so Swift did get, come out of this game. Jamal Williams, though, steps in 65 yards, um, and he had five receptions for 18, so an okay day for him. Um, you know, Reynolds had 70 yards, one touchdown. T.J. Hawkinson, 35 yards and a touchdown on the Lions side. So, um, again, probably, you know, again, nothing really to note about. Even the defenses were a home. Um, so there wasn't really want to talk about. Uh, if there's anything you want to bring up from that game, Nick, feel free, but uh, I think I'm pretty pretty good on that one. Yeah, um, I just want to bring this up. We didn't get to it last time. Uh, in the past two games, Darnell Mooney has got 244 receiving yards. That's in the mm. last two games, okay? But against the Ravens, he had five receptions, 421 yards. You know, do you know how many targets he had in that game? How many? 16. Wow. <laughs> so he had like a 31% catch rate <laughs> so i just thought that was an interesting i, I just wanted to, to bring that up um and as far as the the lines the biggest surprise was uh goff he was 21 of 25 so uh pretty good for him but other than that nothing to speak of at all nothing <laughs> nothing nothing at all just, indeed it was the- as boring as white paint i'm telling you that right now so the, the following game, actually, and it was cool to see, I believe it, um, I saw the TV ratings, they made mention it was the most watched regular season since 1990, most watched and more uh, more watched than any NBA game, actually, they um, noted. So big, uh, big following for this game with the Raiders and the Cowboys, and it ended up being a great game. Uh, Derek Carr, 373 yards, a TD. Josh Jacobs had a good game, um, 87 yards and a TD. It was kind of like, uh, I don't know what happened to Drake, but they kind of like had him take a back seat, uh, 25 yards uh, for Drake on the ground. Josh Jacobs also had two receptions for 25 yards as well. Uh, Hunter Renfro had a great game, eight receptions, 134 yards. A Deshaun Jackson sighting on Thanksgiving, I guess, you know, hey, might as well dust, dust off the old turkey legs. 102 yards and a touchdown for him. Um, so a decent day for him as well. Marcus Mariota, Mariota made an appearance through a TD as well. Um, so some pretty good action on the Raiders side. It was a good game all the way around, like I mentioned. 
Dak Prescott, 375 yards, two TDs. Um, so he had a great game. Zeke, um, you know, nine nine rushes, 25 yards and a TD, pretty pedestrian, 10 yards, or excuse me, 10 carries, 36 yards for Tony Pollard. Um, Tony Pollard also had four receptions for 32 yards. Zeke had six receptions for 24. Um, in the absence of Cooper and um, C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, five receptions, 106 yards, and Cedric Wilson, seven receptions, 104. Dalton Schultz also had the 46 yards and a TD on there as well. So, Nick, uh, what are your thoughts on this game? Good game all the way around. Um, you know, again, I know you like the cow- watch the Cowboys lose. Um, but, you know, again, good game. I uh, appreciated the end. I appreciate watching that during while we're eating, and that was good stuff. What do you thought? What's your thoughts? Uh, well, yeah, it's I love watching Dallas lose. Uh, probably not as much as uh, Stephen A. Smith does, but uh, but I enjoy watching them lose. Um, a couple things jumped out at me. Number number one, that threw for forty seven times. I mean, that's just to me, um, that's just bad game management. They only gave they only ran the ball twenty times. So uh, I know it was a negative game script, but um, you know, I guess I guess the uh, Raiders had them in check as far as as far as the running game, and then the big fist of cuffs at, at the end of the game, uh, Dallas. I don't remember who had it, but uh, they they just had it and they just cold cocked <laughs> that <laughs> the guy in the Raiders. So so I, I guess he's going to come up on a suspension. And then uh, I saw on on a ticker tape that um, Elliot might sit this week. So if uh, if you Elliot owners be out there, uh, keep an eye out. You might want to pick up Pollard in a in a trade because I highly doubt he's on your waiver wire. Just to give you some uh, filler. Yeah, we'll talk about that, to that. Excuse me. We'll talk about with that on Tuesday um, about that injury, and we'll see um, if um, Zeke looks like he's going to be eligible to go or not. All right, and the nightcap. And to be quite frank. I was already capped. I mean, this of all years, like I'm usually, you know, I always laugh when people say, hey, you get turkey, you get tired. I usually don't get that tired. I'm usually like hanging out, no problem. This year, man, out like a light. Like I was like eight, nine o'clock, boom. Um, so I didn't even see much of this game. It was just more of a reaction to the next game, but it wasn't like it was nothing we didn't expect. Josh Allen, 260 yards, four touchdowns, two interceptions. Um, and eight, a 43 rushing yards. So he basically had a Josh Allen night. Um, and the big story of this game, though, is Zach Moss being a, a healthy scratch. That was interesting. <clears throat> Coming into the game, Devin Singletary, 15 carries for 44 yards. Um, he also had a one reception for four yards. Uh, Stephon Diggs, 74 yards and a TD. Um, and so, uh, Emmanuel Sanders continues to disappear. That was another thing I noted. Uh, three receptions for 28 yards for him. On the uh, Saints side, I mean – we weren't expecting much. Obviously, no Mark Ingram, no um, Alvin Kamara. I mean, if you went up and picked up Ty Montgomery or Jones or whomever, I mean, you really were grasping for straws there because Bill's D is awesome. Um, and just not much all the way around the Saints side. So 31 to 6, uh, you know, ask what like we thought. Your thoughts, Nick? Uh, yeah, more of the same. Uh, Dawson Knox came through. I had special interest in that game. He had he had two TDs for me. Uh 15 points, so I was happy about that. But other than that, uh, yeah, straight up nothing. I mean, New Orleans had no business. They they were they were down 14 starters. Nothing was going to happen. So again, I was hoping. You know, we did the, we did the show before the game and before all that news came out. I was hoping that they'd come through and uh, win the game for the hometown crowd, but that just did not materialize. All right, let's get on to the Sunday. Our today's breakdown. 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 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts. It's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. That thing. Rock that thing. All right. Rock that thing. Got that turkey. Let's start out with some exciting games. Bucks at the Colts. The Colts are favored in this game by three, um, which is kind of interesting being the chance are coming into their house. Um, so, so you have on the, on the Colts side defensively. So here we go. 30th against quarterbacks. Number one against fantasy running backs. They got 28th versus receivers. And I can't really read my scribble, but it looked like 28th also against tight ends as well. So kind of plays into the Bucks script is what it sounds like. Hey, we, we want to throw the ball anyway. So it sounds like to be like a good day for Brady and the crew. On the other side for the Bucks, 20th against QB, 2 against running back, 12 against receivers, and 17th versus tight ends. Um, so, you know, interesting stats all the way around. Could see some Carson Wentz. I still just trust Jonathan Taylor no matter what. Obviously, we saw that from last week. Nick, your thoughts on this matchup? Yeah, again, we you know we know the story about the Bucks can't run on them. Uh, you can throw on them. So as far as on the the Colts side of the ball, I do expect to see maybe uh, Carson Wentz throw for about two fifty, two TDs. Um, Pittman's going to have a pretty decent game. Uh, that's pretty much it. I don't know how much other contribution the other uh, Colts wide receivers are going to do on the Bucks side. I wouldn't look for a whole lot against. Um, excuse me, for Leonard Fournette, because again, uh, the the receipt unless he does it in the receiving game, in the run game, I don't know. I think it's going to be an aerial attack game. And again, um, I say that Evans and Godwin are going to have big games, maybe two TDs apiece. Uh, so that would mean that uh, Mr. Brady is going to have four TDs. I'm going to pre- predict, and also big game for uh, Mr. Gronkowski. That's a pretty bold prediction there. Four, four TDs. Woof. Big game. Big game. It's Tom Brady. Yeah, I feel you. I, I know. Is he your fantasy quarterback, too? I believe he is, yeah. Ah, it's, that's interesting. Okay. I think I got Mike Evans, too. I, I think I got Mike Evans. Yeah, that's, that's interesting that you called them out in particular. All right, let's move on to no Antonio Brown. So no, no, that's true. I agree with you. And Gronk, you know, no matter what, yeah, he's he's playing, but he's still, you know, coming back off injury. Um, so you're right. I think Mike Evans and Chris Godwin both, and of course, like we mentioned, thirtieth against quarterbacks, twenty eighth against receivers. Um, whatever I scribbled there against tight ends, uh, which is isn't very good. It's it's, it's higher twenties. Right. Thank 25. you. It's thank you. Whatever it was, it wasn't good either way. So lots no. of. Lots of targets all the way around. All right, let's go on to a game near and dear to your heart. The, your, your Philadelphia Eagles are going to the New York Giants. 
Eagles are favored in this game by three and a half points. Um, we'll talk about let's talk about the defensive side for the Giants, 18th against quarterbacks, 26th against running backs, 18th versus receivers, and 15th versus tight ends. So um playing into Jalen Hurts. Um, and again with um <clears throat> Miles Sanders, can't think of his name for a second. Miles Sanders on the men and back. We could see a good game from Miles Sanders. We saw him get back in the fold. They were not not afraid to hand him the ball and feed him the ball. Um, and against running backs, they are 26, so that could be a decent game to note. 18th again receivers and 15 tight ends. On the Eagles side defensively, they are 21st against quarterbacks, 24th against running backs, number three versus receivers, 32. 32. We talked about this, I think, last week with Adam Trotman. 32 against tight end, so the obvious play there would be Evan Ingram. Who you got, Nick? Who do you like? Uh, yeah, the over-under is uh, 45 and a half. Uh, like you said, I'm looking for a big game from uh, Evan Ingram. You know, what's Evan Ingram's usual stat line? 17 targets and four four catches. So uh, he gets targeted a lot. So if you need a tight end, throw him in there. And then now that Jordan Howard is out, you might want to stream uh, Kenneth Gainwell. I don't know how much you're going to get out of him. Probably not a whole hell of a lot because um, his playing time is going to be dictated on how much uh, Miles Sanders fumbles the ball. Now, it's usually he comes in like he fumbles at least one or two times a game, but they're going to rely heavily on him. I think they're going to control the game clock because, again, they're going to go with the script. Oh, we discovered that, we, that we're allowed to run the ball, and it's working, and we're winning games. So let's do that. Uh, I don't expect nothing, nothing from the Giants' side except for Barkley and Ingram. Uh, Tony, you don't know what you're going to get out of him. Slayton may, might be hurt. Shepard, I think he's still hurt. So, again, uh, I don't expect much out of those two. And, I again, Eagles come out of that with a win. Um, I, you know, just real quickly, it was interesting you brought that up because if, if now nah, I could be wrong, but if I remember correctly, Kenneth Gaywell was really at his best when Miles Sanders was in. It seemed like when all of a sudden Miles Sanders fell off, you know, it, it was the expectation was Kenneth Gainwell was going to take control of things, and that didn't happen. So, um, you know, Jordan Howard came into the mix and all that. So you might be on to something there. That might be into, hey, here's our here's our thunder with Miles Sanders and our lightning of those dump-off passes to Kenneth Gainwell and such from the third down passes. So that's interesting you brought that up. I do think Kenneth Gainwell actually might be on the rise a little bit with Miles Sanders back in the fold. So good point, Nick. Appreciate you bringing that up. Thank All you. right. Panthers at America's team, the Miami Dolphins, the team who are three wins in a row, going on number four. Got the Giants next week. Could be five. This could be the hottest team in the NFL, ladies and gentlemen. The Panthers, however, somehow are favored by two in our house. I can't even believe it's disgusting. Um, Actually, I can't believe it. Here's what I'll tell you why. Panthers on defense. Boy, boy, if you didn't believe in his defense, listen to these numbers. Number five against fantasy quarterbacks. Number four against fantasy running backs. Number five against receivers. Ten against tight end. So the only chink in their armor might be a Gasecki touchdown awaiting. Who knows? Um, on the Dolphins side, 28 versus quarterbacks. Um, number nine versus running backs, surprisingly 30th versus the receiver when, you know, you have Xavier Howard, you have, um, you know, Brian, it's just, it's interesting to me why they're not, you know, why they're so bad at receivers. 
and you know notoriously been bad against tight ends or 22nd against tight ends so um you know cam newton uh, again, this defense, obviously, you know, this is overall throughout the season. They're very hot now from that going, starting from that Baltimore game, really started to find their groove. It's the same defense they started with last year. Um, but you saw with Joe Flacco last week, and that was Joe freaking Flacco, a veteran who wasn't sweating the um, the blitz. Not that Lamar was sweating the blitz, uh, but he kind of was. Um, but you know, he, he actually looked for that running back. He looked, they were ready for the blitz. They were ready. So, um, Christian McCaffrey today could have a really, really good game. A lot of dump off passes from, uh, Cam. Um, you know, I don't see, I'm not sure Cam's going to have the greatest of days today. Um, but you know, again, a lot of dumps off, dump offs to McCaffrey. I don't see a lot from more, but who knows? And on Miami side, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. I don't know what Tua is going to show up today. We'll see. I don't know. I just, I'm just going to pray. All right, what you got, Nick, on this one? Well, uh, I'm going to go with the game within the game because most recently Cam played for uh, Billy Boy up there, Bill B. So he's going to have a lot of knowledge on what Cam can and cannot do. So he's going to put him obviously in situations where Cam is not going to be successful. And he does that a lot to everybody, so I'm not going to expect anything less. So that would mean um, he's going to take away DJ Moore, and he's going to uh, and he's going to take away uh, CMC. Now the only problem is CMC if he pulls a hamstring. I I think he'll be okay. Um, I'm not expecting big things out of uh, Miami, so I think it's going to be a Patriot game, and uh, we'll just we'll just call it that. Uh, a Panther game, I'm assuming, but okay. I'm gotcha. sorry, Panther, my fault, my fault, my fault. I had wrong, wrong notes. Uh, yeah, so Mac, Mac Jones, he's going to do Mac Jones things. I mean, it's just amazing how, you know, he breaks 205 passing yards. They're like, wow, he's wait, awesome. Wait, 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 wait. We're talking about the Panthers again. You're right. Wow. <laughs> Let's go on. So let's move on to the Steelers at Bengals. This is something I know you can talk about. The Bengals Bengals are favored by three and a half. Um, The Bengals are seventh versus QB, 22 versus RB, eight versus receiver, 17th versus a tight end. On the Steelers side, 17th versus quarterback, 21 versus running back, 23 versus receiver, 12 versus tight end. Nick, I'll leave this one to you. Who do you like in this? What's going on in this matchup? All right. Well, uh, the players to watch, uh, if, if you've got quarterbacks, I'm going to start with uh, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is your number 14th ranked quarterback on the season. He averages uh, 18.7 a game, and his highest rated game, he scored a 27 against Baltimore way back, way, way, way. I think it was like, like week three or four. Uh, ben Roethlisberger. His highest um, game was last week against the Chargers. He scored a 22, and he had 18.3. Now, against the run, against the run, ladies and gentlemen, Pittsburgh is 13th against the run. So uh, Joe Mixon might have a tough game, but Najee Harris is going up against a 28th-rated run defense against the Bengals. So uh, if you have Najee Harris today, throw him in there. And then everything else is, is just a, a wash. Um, you know, Jamar Chase might have a big day because Pittsburgh is 25th against wide receivers. And as far as tight ends, and I mean, nothing. So, again, 
Uh, Fryermuth might have a big game. Not sure. He'll probably get his, his usual touchdown. But it's going to be a low-scoring game. Running game heavy. Yeah, could be. You know, might see Jamar Chase on a on a you know because again, uh, Steelers D look like they're a little bit to have in the secondary, so he might get Jamar Chase on a on a bomb or two. Um, you know, who knows? Um, you know, they've been on fire this year, and I know that you're a little homer for your Bengals or for your Steelers, so I know you don't want to mention that, but I'll just throw that out there. All right, no, let's, I mean, this. I mean, no. let's go on to the Titans at the Patriots. The Patriots are favored by seven, and why the hell not? I mean, the Titans are coming in with, like, a wounded soldier at this point. Um, you know, again, A.J. Brown now in the IR, which is just crazy to me. Um, you know, it's funny because I, I felt bad because last week I mentioned him being, you know, much of a, a kind of, you know, made it made an accusation that he wasn't being very manly. And apparently, you know, it's not that. He's just, the guy was just injured and trying to play through the injuries pretty much. Um, Titans D in this matchup, 26 versus the quarterback, five versus running back. So they got two guys coming in hobbled that um, Dr. Miller mentioned earlier. They are 32nd last in the league against receivers. So just something to note, Jacoby Myers, Kevin Bourne might be great plays today. Um, Nelson Aguilar as well. Six, uh, they're six against tight ends. So again, you got two, uh, you got Johnu Smith, maybe playing, maybe no Hunter Smith. Um, they're very good against the tight end anyway. So, um, you know, maybe want to stay away there. Patriots all the way around. Great defense. Number two against quarterbacks, 13 running backs, four receivers, two against tight ends. Nick, who you like? What are your thoughts on this matchup? Uh, well, I like, I like the Patriots all day because I don't know who Tannehill's throwing to. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna stuff him all day long. They're they're running game again. Um, well, I'll stick with the with the receiving core. I mean, what what you got? You got this guy Nick Westbrook, uh, Ikin, and Des Fitzpatrick. Those are your two starting receivers, and then let's throw Chester Rogers in there. And it's like who who's playing? Okay. <laughs> Uh, running backs, Deonta Foreman and Dontrell Hilliard. Yeah, this is good. This is going to be a this is going to be a smackdown. Um, this is going to open the door for the Colts to take over the um, the AFC South. I'm thinking. And Patriots, they just they just do what they do. Uh, he's they're going to take over Tannehill, swallow him up all game long. So good luck. Indeed. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about the most compelling game of the day, the Falcons at the Jaguars. What's up, TSS family? This is Mike, the straw that stirs the drink. Now, I know we all have our own ways of grading talent on fantasy football. A huge part of it, much like in life, is passing the eyeball test. You always have to look your best so that you could be at your best. That's why I go to Underground Cuts Barbershop in Orlando. Rob and the boys have been making ballers in Orlando look their best so that they can be at their best, on the field or on the air. Nobody performs miracles like the barbers at Underground Cuts. So go check them out. They're at 1005 West Oak Ridge Road, Suite 6, 32809. Or give them a call, 407-858-0080. Underground Cuts. A proud sponsor of TSS Fantasy, the fantasy show of the people.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Apologize if you're watching us on YouTube. I forgot to be running our uh, rankings banner, but now I got it going. My bad. All right. Just remember during the commercial. Oh, yeah. I forgot. All right. Let's go to, again, the compelling game of the day, the Falcons at Jaguars. Falcons by two in this matchup. The Jags D is uh, surprisingly tight against quarterbacks. Ten versus quarterbacks this year. Sixteen versus running backs. So, you know, a decent um, defense showing up 22 versus receiving 23 versus tight end Falcons are 31st against quarterbacks. So watch out for Trevor Lawrence today. James Robinson could have a good day. 27th versus running backs, 24th versus receivers and 11th versus tight ends. Who you like in this matchup? Nick? Uh, nobody, <laughs> nobody. I, nobody. I'm seriously. I I don't. This this game is going to be a snooze of the week. Uh, if you have a Falcon, stay away from them. If you have a Jag, stay away from them. Um, the only player that might do anything of, of relevance, uh, extra to on the Jaguars, is going to be Robinson and uh, maybe maybe Mister Jones. That's it. Yeah, I like Robinson today. Should have a decent matchup against this Falcons putrid defense that's probably the guy we look for also marvin jones uh without jamal agnew there um could see a lot of uptick in targets so could be a guy to plug and play today all right jags at texans another compelling matchup in the nfl the texans are favored by two and a half um defensively the jets are 22 versus quarterbacks 32 versus running backs 21st versus receivers and 25 versus tight ends on the Texan side, 15 versus QB, 25 versus running backs, 20 versus receivers, and 29 versus tight ends. Another chicken scratch I couldn't figure out. So um, looking at this particular matchup, I'll be honest, you know, when the Texans bring Tyrod Taylor out, they're a decent little team. Like Tyrod Taylor's got a little juice to him still. Um, you know, he, he brings it, and they're playing with him and for him. So um, watch out for Brandon Cooks today. Watch, Tyrod Taylor himself is a decent play, um, decent plug and play, especially at home. You know, I'm not, you know, with the absence of Philip Lindsay, does that mean there's an uptick in targets in the running backs? Who cares? I don't know. Um, on the Jets side, Elijah Moore has been real hot. You got to like Elijah Moore. Um, he's been the hot guy. Definitely somebody to watch out for today. Um, and, you know, we'll see if Ty Johnson steps up to Michael Carter's abnet, abnet, app since thank you um or tevin coleman as well so nick who do you like in this compelling matchup oh i want to bring out a name from the past there it is rex burkhead rex burkhead okay now given the fact that the jets have given up 17 touchdowns on the ground this year uh it's gonna i think it's gonna be a big big burkhead game and then you're gonna have david johnson's gonna have have his one his one game of the season to score well, and this is it, folks. So if you have a chance, he might be a smart play for you. And as far as on the Jet side, I would just stick with uh, Michael Carter because I think Zach Wilson has finally got to be uh, checked down Charlie at this point. 
So go to Michael Carter and I mean, Michael Carter's out. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Michael Carter is, is out. Tyson Williams. Tyson Williams. Uh, he'll be a, he'll be a good play today against against the um, Texans defense. Uh huh. Okay. I mean, Ty Johnson. You mean right? So you're talking about the running okay, back. Ty Johnson. Oh, okay. That's what I said, Ty Johnson. Okay, you play it back. I don't, I don't think that's what you said. You but. might have heard Williams, but I said Yeah, it might have been what I heard, but all right. Let's go on. Williams, to... I said Johnson. <laughs> all right, let's the Packers. Um, again, we mentioned this earlier, by the way. Uh, just a reminder, 16, was it 16 I said? I can't remember now. 16 mile an hour wins are up there anyway. Regardless, big wins today. Um, so, again, and check out both these defenses. Rams, six against the quarterback. Um, Packers ninth against quarterbacks. So you already got some good secondaries going against this uh, offense, going against these quarterbacks that might struggle in the win today. So just something to note. 15th versus the running back or the Rams, ninth versus receivers and 21st versus tight end. On the Packers side, 10th versus running back, 10th versus receiver and 16th versus tight end. Who do you like in this matchup? Uh, heavy run game. Okay. So I like... Um, A.J. Dillon, and I like Daryl Henderson in this game. Uh, and, of course, I like uh, Devontae Adams. Other than that, uh, on the Rams side, I don't know how they're going to fare in, in the cold. Um, I'm thinking heavy run game. I know it's 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 16-mile-an-hour wins. So so as far as the passing game goes, you're going to get those little dump, dump off games. And why are you shaking your head? What's going on? I not, uh, Mary Jane's staring at me. Listen. Every time I do this show, she opens the damn pantry and puts feeds the uh, the damn a, uh, animals, and then Pepper comes over here where I am and slops her sloppy ass water. Anyway, God, I've been giving her a look like really every freaking oh, time. I think that was for me. It's like it's like I said something wrong. No, nah, my bad. All right, let's move on. No one else cares. Vikings <laughs> at the 49ers. The 49ers are favored by three. Vikings <laughs> defense, 25th versus quarterbacks, 23 versus running backs. They are 31st against receivers, 7th versus tight end. So you might want to know that. Debo Samuel owners, even a little Brandon Ayuk could be good today. Um, 13th on the, excuse me, on the 49er side, 13th versus quarterbacks, 20th versus running backs, 6th versus receivers, and 5th versus tight ends. Who you like in this matchup, Nick? Uh, I'm thinking Jimmy G found his groove, especially – against Minnesota, who, like you said, they are um, 31st against wide receivers. And then they're 22nd against the run. So I see a lot of deep passes to uh, Ayuk and uh, Samuel. And I see a lot of – I see some end arounds. So Debo does does carry the ball. Also on the 49ers side uh, – actually, on, on Minnesota side, um, there's going to be Jefferson and Thielen show. And, of course – Conklin. Now, I know the 49ers are sixth against tight ends. Uh, they only give up eight points per game, but if it's a 20-yard pass to Conklin, who scores, that's eight points. There you go. Indeed. Well, that is what we call math. Great job, Nick. Alright, and, and for our audience, don't worry, you'll be hearing a soda opening soon because now she's in the soda. Alright, Chargers at the Broncos. <laughs> Chargers are favored by two and a half points. Um, Chargers D, eighth versus quarterbacks. 
29th versus the run, running back, excuse me, number two versus receiver, though, and 31st versus tight end. So Noah fan owners um, definitely put him into play today. Um, Number four versus the quarterback um, on the Broncos side, 12th versus uh, the running back, 17th versus receivers, and three, number three to the tight end. So Jared Cook owners definitely be sitting him today. All right, who do you like in this matchup, Nick? Well, um, it's tough. Uh, Chargers, they're not going to be running the ball too much. So let's, they're going to probably get their points on in the air. Um, Austin Eckler, he's going to get his, he's going to get his air yards. Uh, I'm liking um, uh, Justin Herbert today. I think he'll do a pretty good, pretty good job. And as far as tight end goes, uh, Noah Fant, could have a good game, and the other tight end, I can't even pronounce his name, so I'm not even, even going to try. Um, <laughs> that's it, man. I mean, it's, it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think it's going to be a very low-scoring score, game. Maybe 17-14, 17-10. Yeah, I don't know if it'll be as low-scoring as think. Justin Herbert and them, they've been on fire lately. So I, I don't – I'm not scared of this Broncos defense as much, you know, I guess as probably it should on paper. Um, but like I said, because the Chargers are hot – I like them to come in and have a decent game today. Um, you know, Mike Williams, and you know, you know, again, as he takes his normal downs filter the season, not really high on him today, but I like Keenan Allen. Um, and I like again the Chargers overall. I like them to win it. I don't like I said, I think it'll be more in the 28 to uh 10 variety, is what I'm thinking. I don't think the Broncos are gonna do much. Teddy Bridgewater. Anyway, all right. Well, it is it is at home, so they might. It, yeah, that's true too. That's true too. You might see a little bit of ground and pound too from the Broncos, as you said. We mentioned they're 29th versus running backs. The Chargers are so you mm-hmm. know you see a lot of Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon. They might just you know ground and pound them. But it's again, we talked about the weather. It's not like it's this really cold Denver day. No, um, it's 67 so, degrees, right? Right. So it's not really you know. It's I don't know if that's going to be how effective that's going to be, but we'll see if that's where their defense leaks anyway. All right, let's go to the night game, the Browns at the Ravens. Um, this is one you also thought was going to be low scoring as well. Um, for some reason, I didn't write down who was favored in that one. Do you have that one, Nick, who's favored in that one? All right, while uh, you look, while you yeah, look while it up. Yeah, you stall. While you look it up, Browns are 23rd versus the quarterback, 19th versus running back, 15th versus receiver, and 19th versus tight end. So very middle to late of the road versus a very – potent MVP uh, season for Lamar Jackson on the Ravens side, not the Ravens defense you're used to 24th versus quarterbacks, 28th versus the run. So Nick Chubb, good game today. Maybe a little bit of Kareem. We talked about earlier 19th versus running, or excuse me, receivers and 27th versus tight ends. Nick, who you like and who's favored. All right. Well, incidentally in that last game with the, I just want to bring this up in the jets and the, and the Texans, uh, the low ticket of the week is that game. You, if you have 12 bucks, go to the game, have a good time. Uh, the Browns are plus three and a half this week, and the over under is 47. And interestingly enough, we're talking about this game. I got an email from Scruffy9786. Okay. He says, I have both Devontae Freedom and Kareem Hunt, I can only play one. Given the fact that Devontae Freeman is having an uptick in carries and Kareem Hunt is just coming off IR, who would you guys play? Cooper, who would you play? Ooh. 
That's interesting. I would probably, I'd probably ride Devonta Freeman uh, because of, as he mentioned, we mentioned, we've seen these guys come off the IR and they're very slow to bring them back. And, and as well, they should. They have Nick Chubb. They saw Dearness Johnson is very capable back. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I know Cream Hunt's back, but I would temper his expectations. As a team, I'd want him more healthy for the playoffs. I don't care about your fantasy team as, as far as if I was a Cleveland Brown owner, in my opinion. All right, let's move on to the C- – and by the way, thank you so much, Scruff, whatever it was. 9486. 9486. We appreciate your email, sir. All right, real quick, we only got a few seconds here. So Seahawks at FT. This is Monday night. FT by one could be a squeaker, they think. The FT is 32, 30, excuse me, dead last against quarterbacks. So Russell Wilson, big play this week. Um, 11th versus running backs, 29th versus receivers, and 14th versus tight ends. Seahawks, 12th versus quarterback, 31st against running back. So Antonio Gibson owners take note, 11th versus receivers and 24th versus the tight end. Nick, who do you like in this Monday night matchup? Uh, Well, I like on Seattle, I like Russell Wilson. I like DK Metcalf and I like Tyler Lockett this week. I think Tyler Lockett's going to have a big week. On as far as for Washington goes, uh, I'm really liking – uh, Antonio Gibson, maybe a little McKissick. And I would like to see, of course, McLaurin's going to do what McLaurin's going to do. I want to see what's going on with uh, Logan Thomas. He's supposed to be coming off IR this, this week. They are going to activate him today. Uh, so I want to know what uh, what he's going to do and then how's that going to affect Ricky Seals-Jones. And before we leave, I want to give a big shout-out to Alyssa at bonfire.com. She helped me out with an order today. So their customer service is on point. So if you have any Issues with orders, they will take care of you. Nick is our bonfire and merchandise expert, as proven over the season, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, as mentioned, I believe Ricky Seals-Jones is still injured, so he's not there. It's going to be all Logan Thomas um, against the Seahawks, who were 24th against tight ends. So I think that's interesting you brought that up. I think Logan Thomas is set for a big day. And I'll say it again. Russell Wilson will have a phenomenal day today. Watch out if you got a Russell. If you got Russell Wilson on my, excuse me, on Monday night. Sorry, my bad. On Monday night, if you got Russell Wilson, you're definitely and you need a Monday night miracle. He's going to pull it out for you. That is for sure. All right, we appreciate you guys. Don't forget up next fourth and four. After that, uh, it is the uh, rough cut with AJ. Um, and also, uh, Dan Maynard fills us out at the end, 12 to 1, with uh, the Fantasy Football Show. All right, guys, we're out of here. We appreciate you. We'll see you Monday. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. And we are out. Thank you, Pennsylvania. We love you. We're on a mission, We're on a mission, a Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.